I'm Andrew Green with this edition of Flick Pick. This past weekend, I saw Killers of the Flower Moon in the theater. Killers of the Flower Moon is the new Martin Scorsese movie starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, and Lily Gladstone. This is a true story that takes place in the 1920s in Oklahoma on Osage, Native American property. It's all about how the Osage tribe got rich when oil was discovered on their land, but then a bunch of carpet-bagging white people showed up and killed them all. Well, maybe that's not exactly fair to say. They don't kill them all, and murder isn't their only tactic. They also swindle them. So anyway, at the start of this movie, Leonardo DiCaprio moves to this town out in Oklahoma. He's a World War I veteran, and he's seeking a job from his uncle, played by Robert De Niro. De Niro is like a rich cattleman in this area, and he's viewed as a friend of the Osage. But don't be fooled by this. We learn pretty quickly that De Niro is scheming to get his hands on some of that sweet, sweet oil money. And that means marrying off his nephew to an Osage woman so he can get her oil rights. And I won't really tell you much more about the plot beyond that, because if I were to tell you, I'd kind of spoil the film, and you really ought to see this one. Killers of the Flower Moon is a really good movie. It also happens to be a really long movie, but it's really good and I'm glad I saw it. You know, I have to tell you, it felt like a privilege to be sitting there in a movie theater in 2023 seeing a film directed by Martin Scorsese and starring Robert De Niro. I'm not the first person to point this out, but it is really cool that here we are like 33 years after the release of Goodfellas and you can still see a movie with that combo in a theater. And in fact, think back to Taxi Driver. That was 1976 for crying out loud. And Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro are still going strong. To me, it really was a special thing to go to a theater and see something like this. And I'm glad that it just happens this picture is one of Scorsese's better ones. You know, I mentioned that it's long. This film is three and a half hours long, but at no point was I bored. Killers of the Flower Moon never felt like it was dragging or wasting time. The only reason I wish it had been about a half hour shorter is that by the time I hit about the three hour mark, I was physically uncomfortable to still be sitting in my theater seat. So I mean, hey, why not give us an intermission or something, you know? But yes, this movie is slightly too long, not because it's boring though. It's a really interesting story about what was going on in this time and place. The way that this Native American tribe struck it rich, but the white man still thinks he's entitled to everything. And Leo DiCaprio's character in this film is a real sight to behold. Like, at the start of the movie, he comes across as stupid. And I actually thought to myself, well, maybe he's not so dumb. We'll learn that he's more clever than he seems. But actually, by the end of the movie, the initial impression is confirmed. This character is a complete idiot with no moral compass whatsoever. He marries an Osage woman, played by Lily Gladstone. Her name is Molly, and the way that he treats her throughout this film is unbelievable. And why she stays with him is an unknown. Leo's doing this southern accent in the film, and by the time we get to the end of it, he's having one exchange with one character, I won't say in what context, but he's like, well, sir, I love my wife. And I was like, okay, this guy's a real piece of work. He thinks he loves his wife. If you love your wife, then why did you just do everything you did to her throughout this entire film? And man, does Lily Gladstone suffer in this picture. I have to say she is the standout in this movie. I mean, there are a lot of good performances here, but Lily Gladstone is the revelation. Her character is about the only good person here, and she exudes a strength that just makes you want to see her win. I hope we see her get a Best Actress nomination at the Academy Awards this year, and yes, Best Leading Actress, this is a leading performance. Lily Gladstone is really good. I loved Robert De Niro in this movie also, even though his character is a scumbag. He's as strong as ever, and he does somehow make us like this character a little bit, even though he's a really bad person. And another highlight in the cast is Jesse Plemons. He plays an FBI agent, and by the time he shows up to investigate all the murders and mayhem going on in this town, I was like, oh thank you, it's about time you're here. 
But yeah, once Jesse Plemons and the other investigators show up, this movie almost feels like a Coen Brothers film. You've got characters who are way out of their depth trying to be involved in serious crimes and trying to cover up their actions, but it's completely hopeless. They just don't have the smarts to hide what they've been doing, and good old Jesse Plemons is going to figure it out. Yeah, this very much reminded me of a Coen Brothers movie, especially for the final third. Now, I'll note that Martin Scorsese took pains in this movie to be authentic to the Osage people. Like, you've got a lot of real Osage actors in this film, and you can tell a lot of pains are taken to portray their culture as accurately as possible. Watching this movie, I had the feeling that it was special to Martin Scorsese. I mean, I know he puts his all into every film that he makes, but this one feels like a labor of love. Killers of the Flower Moon is an expertly made film that stands out as one of the year's highlights. I can't tell you a whole lot more about it without spoiling it, and again, I think you should go check it out. So, I give Killers of the Flower Moon, a 4 out of 5 for this edition of FlickPick.